Welcome to the Three Tomatoes Happy Hour, and we do love happy hour and the clinking of glasses and cheers to all you fabulous women who are fully living your lives at every age and every stage. And here's the best news, every hour is happy hour. So whether you clink cheers with your coffee mug or your afternoon cappuccino, remember as the song says, it's five o'clock somewhere. Join us for some grown-up fun, interesting and stimulating conversations that will motivate, inspire, or just make you laugh. And for more grown-up fun, visit our website, The Three Tomatoes, and the three is spelled out, and sign up for our newsletters. Now sit back and relax and enjoy the episode. Greetings, tomatoes. Welcome to another episode of The Three Tomatoes Happy Hour Podcast. I'm Kim Selby, the San Francisco editor of the Three Tomatoes newsletter. Today I have two very special guests. They are two ancient semi-enlightened broads. <laughs> now, I'm not making fun of them, that is what they call themselves. They are Carol Simone and Dorothy Teo. And they have a fabulous YouTube channel called Two Ancient Semi-Enlightened Broads schmoozing on life and beyond. And today we're gonna schmooze a little bit ourselves. It, they, they have, they're unlike any broads you will encounter. And basically they have backgrounds that read like well-penned novels. <laughs> they help people discover a part of themselves without any judgment. They help, and I love this, I found this in one of their podcasts, they help people take off their masks and be more real. And interestingly enough, we are recording this in the time of COVID when we are all wearing masks. And that presents a different persona to the world. But today we're all chatting on the internet and we have no masks on. So right. I'd like to welcome you amazing women uh, to you. this uh, podcast. Thank you, it's a pleasure. So Dorothy is a hypnotherapist and right. has had a host of careers as well. Simone is a medium. She is a healer. She is a connector, I would say, of people. Mm -hmm. And these women, they just, you have to listen to this YouTube channel. It's hysterical. But first, how did you all meet each other? Uh, Simone or Dorothy, one of you two. Well, many, many years ago, um, in the mid 80s, actually, take it. we met uh, at the Palo Alto School of Hypnotherapy, which I now own and did not at that time. And uh, Simone, I had known Simone sort of, uh, but then we took some classes together, and the owner of the school at that time, Josie Hadley, and another friend of ours, Terry Atwood, and Simone and I became fast friends, and uh, quickly. <laughs> and we just hung out together and learned from each other and uh, just had a lot of fun for a long time and certainly until Josie passed, but the rest of us have certainly maintained a very close relationship, and particularly Simone and me. Well, so you, uh, it's, been, you both, it's been wonderful, yeah. Were you both te taking classes at the time? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, 
unusual foursome. Uh, Terry's a, the, the best Reiki master that you could ever want to go to. And Josie was an incredible, incredible teacher of hypnotherapy, as Dorothy is. But the four of us would get together. And it's always been working more with women, I would say, for myself. I think that's probably true of you too, Dorothy. Women tend to check out alternative things more than men do. Some men do, you know. But anyway, the four of us, we'd get together. We'd have fun times. We'd do crazy things. But then when people got sick, when one of us got sick, we'd do healing on each other. So we had a very unique uh, relationship, the four of us. We were like the four musketeers. I mean, we were there for each other in such an incredible way. And those relationships have lasted so deeply through the years. I mean, that's, that's our, what, an 85, Dot? Yes. Yeah, I think it was 85. And we've done so much together. We had a radio show in San Francisco. We uh, taught in Maui together. We've done uh, a solar We've done all kinds of stuff. Well, yeah. tell, tell us a little bit about what you do. I mean, uh, it's it's very clear that Dorothy is owns a hypnotherapy school and is a licensed master, whatever it is, hypnotherapist. So I assume that Simone, as well, you are a, a licensed hypnotherapist. But let's hear a little bit about what each of you actually does. I mean, we only have a half an hour, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll try not to be too ham bone for you. Um, do you want me to go first, Dot? So I'm a certified yes. hypnotherapist. I'm not a licensed hypnotherapist, but I've gone through the school. Uh, and uh, it's what I want to say. I started off as a poet. I started off as a journalist and a poet and an author. And then I went, I had a series of mystical experiences. I had an advertising agency and I had a series, I'll make this fast, a series of mystical experiences in my mid-30s in the Hawaiian Islands where I met the goddess Kuan Yin under the ocean. And, and if that's not woo-woo enough for you, well, then we're in trouble. But anyway, <laughs> it changed my life because she gave me her, she transmitted her energy. And that is the energy of compassion and oneness. So after that, I left my, my, my whole advertising deal and I just started giving clear audience readings and she would stream through me her energy. She's, a, she's an energy, is what she is. Some celebrator is a female, some celebrator is a male. She's a shape-shifting energy. One might say like Christ, like Buddha, like all of them. Okay, can you, some people may not be as woo-woo as, woo-woo as the three of us on here, but describe a little bit about clairaudience. Okay, clairaudience. I know, but let's explain that to people. Yeah, it's just a highfalutin word. It means to hear clearly. It's French. To hear clearly on the other side. Um, and I don't let, spirit doesn't come through my body. I merely listen. I connect. And then when I'm working with someone, I work with the spirits and the energy around them. And I work with their auric field and the energies within their auric field. But I always start with a numerology chart, which shows why the soul came back and what the life purpose is, where the chart can be, where the soul can be embellished, where there's some stuck areas. Some might call them karmatic. I'm not a big believer in karma. So I would say historical stuff, past life stuff. So um, that's, you know, I do that a lot. I've done over 35, I've worked with 35,000 people. So basically that is what you, like if someone had to boil it down to what you do, you give readings to people, to individuals at this time. And, and I've been work with shamanic uh, healing for a long time and Reiki and I, yeah, um, yes, I love giving readings and I like to work, I do private apprenticeships with people that are interested in opening to their their deeper selves and some people are interested in learning numerology and astrology and the metaphysical arts some people are interested in doing inner child work 
So, I, you know, I'm interested in stopping suffering. I feel that's my mission, is to help people come out of negative thinking. I think Dorothy would probably say the exact same thing. That is and I'm awesome. Yeah, that's and I'm beautiful. That, that gives us an idea of what you do. You touch human beings on an individual basis. I know you also hold meetings when we can all be together, because I've attended those, which are fabulous. But Dorothy, in terms of, well, now you own the place. So are you still uh, dealing with clients uh, using your hypnotherapy skills in that way? Or are you just uh, primarily running this school? Well, actually, I, am, uh, I, I see clients quite often. And, uh, and I also teach. I'm the lead instructor at the school. And I think that for the most part, um, prior to being a hypnotherapist, I was doing intuitive counseling. And I stopped doing that specifically once I started to do more of the hypnotherapy. But one of the things I teach my students is how to trust their intuition when they're working with clients. Mm-hmm. And I think that for the most part, most of us, most people are very intuitive. They just don't always own it or, or want to own it, but it's right there. And uh, as far as hypnosis is concerned, utilizing hypnosis as a therapeutic intervention, I, I would just like to read a quote that, that this quote comes from the... Uh, uh, medical and um, medical international association of medical and dental uh, hypnotherapists or hypnosis and, um, and and it says this there is no condition so severe that you cannot reverse it by choosing different thoughts amen and, <laughs> amen yes and there's more to that but um, that's, that's primarily what I teach. Uh, my students will, uh, will often say to me, if I never used hypnotherapy, this whole class has changed my life. Just from, from the point of view of thinking differently, of understanding, you know, that all we have is perception and our perception of ourselves is almost always erroneous. Mm-hmm because it often is in a negative way. That's so true. I'm all about that. I am really all about being positive and finding the light within ourselves. Absolutely. To to share with others, because I feel that that, when we share light, we're sharing light, we're sharing light, we're sharing light. So, um, and especially right now, we are also recording this in the time where race has become a huge issue and it's incredibly sad for empaths like ourselves and and it's hard to know what we can do at this time and not to get into it but yeah Yeah. Yeah, i i often think that if there's nothing else i can do and sometimes there's nothing else you can do but to project light onto these people onto these situations uh, bringing in that light one way or another and I think it's very important. And Simone and I were just talking uh, about this. And um, sometimes we just have to be the observer, mm-hmm. not, to, not to take in that energy, because the energy can deplete us so quickly. 
And I, I think yep. Dorothy and I have spent um, a, a good deal of time as empaths, both of us, um, and le learning, and it's a skill to learn if you are empathic, how not to be at the effect of others. It's bad enough to be at the effect of your own negative thinking when that's <laughs> going on. But when you've got all of this going on out in the world, and we want our mission, I feel, is to help people teach themselves how to feel safe, strong, comfortable, how to pull in the light at their beck and call, and to know that they're connected to the source of all light all the time. That's really why we're doing this show, to have fun with it and to help people open, but to really let them know that they have everything inside of them. The big adventure's inside. It's not even out there, but out there is going to try and pull you as much as it can, right? I mean, it's very seductive. So Dorothy and I are, we're, we're, we showed up with our toolkits here to say, look, we know what it's like to be at the effect of the, of the world. We know how, we've been there. And we don't want to keep suffering and we don't want to keep being pulled because then you get drained and then how, how do you serve? Right. How do you serve? And I believe that what I heard you all say is that, or I read or something that, you know, and I feel this way too, that it is important for us to take care of ourselves so that we can be of service to the world. And, I, and now more than ever, we need to yes. be able to bring the positive light with out diminishing what exactly is going on right now. I think that's, that's a problem. Yeah. So do you all have any suggestions for people listening who maybe a little exercise, something they could do to help heal themselves maybe, or something, some of your words of wisdom or some tricks and tips, maybe it's a hypnotherapy trick or maybe it's a deep breathing or meditation. I don't know, I just wanna hear, I'd like to give the people listening something to, something to actually do, you know, that, because I think we all need something. Well, are you saying something to do to not be at the effect of the world or something to do to heal yourself or what, what are you asking? Sure. I'm not, at, I'm not sure exactly. I just, you all have so many gifts and, and abilities that I would like people to get a little taste of them through listening to this. Do you want me to go, Doug? Go ahead. Well, we kind of talked about it in, in one of our special editions of our show because we both that we're getting so many phone calls from people that were really suffering and in pain from the fear over the uh, epidemic that's going on, the big, the big, I call it the big fear virus. And, uh, and I don't say that laughingly, it's born out of fear, it's intense. But, you know, some of the things you can do are so simple and are at your fingertips. And one thing that I try to tune into, I don't try, I do, I do, you know, People use this word meditation a lot, and I, I feel that people think meditation is like 10 minutes a day or 20, and you got to sit a certain way, and you've got to, you know, emulate certain teachers. It really isn't that. Life, to me, life is a meditation when you're doing it right, and that means that you're alive to the things that mean something to you, that have true meaning and make you feel alive. But the second thing is that you're in a state of gratitude for every moment that you're here. And that's a tough one because our minds, 
you know, they try to pull us into, I'm not enough, it's not enough, oh, look, I'm losing that, oh, I better do that, or I'm going to lose that, blah, 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 blah. But actually, you can do something as easy as, like, uh, what I explain in one of our segments is, one of the things I do every day when I take a shower is I go into prayer about the water. And I say something as simple as, thank you so much for this water. May there, may there be enough water for all living beings. That's all you have to do. And then you send it energetically because everything's energy. Or you're cutting carrots. You know, you're making a chicken soup, a matzo ball soup or something. And, you know, thank you for these carrots. May, it, may they feed everyone. May everyone have something good to eat. Mm. I mean, just something as simple as that clears all the negativity. Just for a moment, you're, you're immersed in a meditation. That is a, that is a meditation. I'm sure Dorothy would say, we go in and out of trance states all day long. All day long. That's all we do, you know? We're either in trance by our thoughts or whatever. I'll let Dorothy talk now. But. Yeah, that's really interesting. You know, my mother used to say uh, when she would pay a bill, bless the receiver. Mm-hmm. You know, she would always feel that we should thank the people who have instead of saying, oh gosh, I have another bill to pay, it would be, well, thank you for this opportunity to spend my money, to spend my energy on this. And I, it wonderful. seems similar. Yeah. I can't say that I've always adhered to that. <laughs> you know, that's, that's why it's called a practice. <laughs> oh, that damn belt. <gasps> I'm sorry. Okay. Um, but Dorothy, I loved on one of the, um, one of your, you know, semi-enlightened broad talks, uh, Mm -hmm. you led um, Simone in a hypnosis, into hypnosis, I guess, very briefly. And I was fascinated by just listening to you, watching you, that I felt calmer myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let me, let me, uh, let me say this about that. (laughs) We are hypnotizing ourselves all day long usually not in a positive way, simply through our mind talk and and our imaginations, our fantasies, the story we make up in our heads. And our bodies are responding to what we're making up as though it's actually happening because that's just what our bodies do. And uh, we, because our bodies are compelled to respond to the thoughts that we have. Scientifically, it's proven. Now, what happens in those instantaneous moments, we create something for ourselves, oftentimes in a negative way. But here's the other part. If it happens in a negative way and it's natural, then it stands to reason that it must have to happen in a positive way as well. And so uh, one of the things that I do uh, on a daily basis sometimes in the shower, Simone, and uh, I do this little ritual, and it's very simple, and I teach it to my uh, class that I teach uh, about uh, uh, developing and uh, increasing our intuitive sense, and it is simply this. Every morning I say, I surrender myself only to the highest wisdom, the highest truth, the highest knowledge, and the highest love, and mm-hmm. nothing less. And I ask that all that comes through is in the highest good of all concerned. 
-hmm. So I want to start my day that way. I, I want to be that, I don't know, uh, uh, conduit, if you will, of, uh, of something greater than this physical form, greater than this, this uh, human personality, you know? And uh, uh, sometimes uh, I fail. <laughs> but but when, it, when it comes right down to it, uh, as Dorothy Tayo, I'm just uh, a, a conduit, you know? I, and I'm, I'm not all that is, uh, at least not seemingly so. So um, with hypnosis, when I when I worked with Simone, um, metaphor, and that's what I used with her in that particular case was metaphor. And so when we let an emotion, uh, we use it as a metaphor. We use a metaphor to describe the emotion. The metaphor then becomes something tactile, becomes something we can do something with. You know, let me get my hands on this. Now, now that I have my hands on it, what do I want to do with this anger? or this sorrow, or this sadness, or whatever it is, now that it's a metaphor, now that it's a foreign object, now I, now I can hold it in my hands and discard it somehow, and then refill my body with something that is wisdom, truth, knowledge, love, um, healing, whatever, whatever we decide to do. And I think it's really important for all of us, uh, I don't care what age we are, to have some tools, some way of recentering ourselves. We're all going to worry. We're all going to, uh, you know, freak out at things. But the truth is, when we center ourselves, when we're inside in that light that you talk about, when we are that light that you talk about, then, then what comes through us is very different than when we're in chaos or fear, or anger, or whatever else. Mm, that's beautiful. And just for people who haven't watched it yet, what you did was transfer what she, uh, what, whether it's a negative emotion, like you said, or, or sorrow, or anger, you had her describe it in a color, and a shape, and a feeling, just so people, I know what you're talking about, but in case people don't, until they listen to it, because I know everybody's going to want to watch you guys. Um, and you, And then you transfer it, and throw it away or whatever that exactly. is. Yeah. The, yeah. the language of the subconscious is metaphor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so when we, when we allow emotion, uh, when, when I ask the questions, the client doesn't know that I'm going to ask that question and the client has no clue what, what, what pictures or what colors are going to come up. That's the beauty of it. Right. It's yeah. spontaneous too. Yeah. So for both of you, do you have clients, are you able to assist them in one session or is this something that takes weeks and months and years, you know, like traditional therapy, talk therapy? Um, well, for my, uh, Dorothy and I agreed in one of the shows that we try to get people out of there as fast as possible. In fact, our focus in both of our practices Unless, unless you're talking about this, my apprenticeship or her, she's, you know, someone's doing a whole, you know, certification with Dorothy. We want them to learn how to heal themselves. That's the point. It's not about us. It's about us delivering the goods and then them using it and really learning how to use it. So we're just giving them permission to really open to their intuition and to, to learn how to move energy.
whether it's at a cellular level or if it's a metaphysical level or a subconscious level, whatever, we're just hopefully uh, helping people, you know, see that it's okay. You know, you really are powerful. It's okay. Because most people have a hard time accepting their own personal power that's coming through them. You know, that power is really not us. It's what we call God or the source or the light or the universe, whatever you want to put on it. It's streaming through us. It's what's breathing us. So, ba- no, and I love this. And, and I think, though, to my understanding, uh, the student has to be ready. The student has to be willing. The okay. student has to reach out and and absorb the message because if you are not, and you hear this with people who are going to hypnotherapists that, oh, well, it didn't work for me. Well, mm-hmm. I would assume that means, yeah, well, you weren't open to it working for you. Is that well, true? One of my friends, this is a funny story, this is a very little story, but one of my friends went to a guy that I like that helped me quit smoking in one session. And my friend was a big smoker. And so he shows up, he goes, and then I said, you know, call me right after. I'm so excited for you. I gave it to him as a birthday gift. So he calls me after and he goes, well, it was an okay session. I couldn't wait to get out this door, get out the door and smoke my first cigarette. And I said, well, where did you have a cigarette? He said, oh, I had a couple of cartons in the car. So I said, well, I don't think you were ready for this. I don't, you, know, you know what I mean, Dorothy? And Dorothy? I mean, Dorothy is the queen of helping people stop smoking. That's one of the hardest, hardest, hardest of all of them. Right, Dot? Well, it, it is because cigarette smoking is almost more difficult to give up than heroin. Yeah. But um, yes, people, most people will quit in one session with me. That's amazing. So do you ever have people come who do not get the results because they were not ready to come? Like someone said, you need to, whether it's smoking or whatever it else, it is. Once in a, once in a while. Not often, but once in a while. If, and I will say to someone, you know, if it's smoking, I will say on a scale from zero to 10, 10 being the most, how close are you to a 10 in wanting to stop? And you if know, it's I a have three, to say, I'm not working with them. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And I have to say, I've had two people in 35 years say to me, I can't do this, or I, this is too much for me, or, you know, I'm, I'm reading about why they came back and all this stuff. And they just say, it's just too overwhelming. I can't handle it. And I mean, you know, most people, they sit back and they give it to themselves as a gift as they do with Dorothy. That's what you're doing. You're gifting your soul and your spirit when you come in. It's not just a personality everyday thing. You know, you're coming in because you want to clear something or you want to explore something that you can't get to yourself or you just want information. You want wisdom. You know, I, like what, yeah, I like what you just said because gifting yourself. Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? Beautiful. Truth. Beautiful. It is a gift. So have you all um, transitioned to uh, online sessions with your clients? Yeah. And do you find that you're able to work with them energetically uh, just as easily? Well, I have always had clients throughout the world. I've been very blessed that way. And uh, I oftentimes, you know, they'll send me their questions and I'll just read them random. I'll just read them from afar. It's the same thing. The energy is the same. Right, Dot? Once you focus in, you're right yes. there. Yes. You know, it's, there's no time and space in this, the way, the way that, it, you know, it's been created. It's way beyond all that. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's just, so interesting. I, I, I'm, I've always been fascinated by all of 
all of this, mm -hmm. all of this, but it is revisiting in me. I've read all those books on how to heal your back pain and all that stuff. I'm like, it didn't work, even though I'm really open to it. So I think I need to try something else, <laughs> like hypnotherapy. Um, therapy, or you could put your back in front of you and do some gestalt and ask your back, what are you trying to tell me? And really get with the back and find out what that message is, because the body's just talking to us. I that, but I think I, I'm a little um, scattered. I need to well, focus myself a little more. Very scattering, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. You might, you might also ask yourself, if this pain were an emotion, what emotion would it be? That's right. Or color. Just a thought. Yeah. No, it's, it's, yeah. And right now, you know, there's so much fear floating around that I'm sure that is affecting everyone as well mm -hmm. and the more empathic you are and the more you're picking up on it yeah. you know yeah so it's so important to learn how to clear yourself clear your chakras and your cells and your aura and your energy field and your thoughts mm -hmm. thoughts thoughts are biggie my you know i grew up in a household where the word don't was not allowed the oh. word can't was not allowed wow. you know i was told from the time i can remember thoughts are things you know so Oops, not right. again, not that I've always done that, you know, but, uh, you know, I've tried, I've tried. Well, as we, as we begin to round, round up, round off, sound off, roll <laughs> up, whatever, um, do you guys, you beautiful, audacious, semi-enlightened broads have any closing words of wisdom for our listeners? Dottie? Well, I, I'm just thinking in terms of at this particular time in, in our journey called life, um, sometimes you just have to sit back and breathe mm -hmm. and don't try to fix everything. And particularly women, because we have this, we somehow have this belief that when things are going wrong or things are bad out there, it, it's our job to fix it or help somebody fix it. And sometimes um, people have, before they came into this lifetime, signed up for some experiences and we have to learn the difference between um, intervention and interference. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we can intervene and help someone. And sometimes when we jump in and try to fix it all, we're interfering with something in their journey. So uh, sit back, breathe, and um, just take care of yourself right now. Mm, that's beautiful words. How about you, Simone? What do you think? Um, you know, I just wrote something this morning um, about uh, one of the things that uh, it's been has been said to me through Claire audience from Kuan Yin is that you know we're all in this together we're all relations the animals the plants people the rivers the oceans the rainforests the moon the sun we're all a part of each other and it's what my teacher Thich Nhat Hanh teaches too we're all interconnected so when one person hurts we all hurt when one person feels great we all feel really good about that. When, when one animal is, uh, you know, prancing around beautiful, we can feel that animal in us. We're not separate. That's all an illusion. 
that's been made up out of, you know, domination. We've been dominating through categories for many, many years, and that whole landscape is coming down now. Yeah, things are changing. It's going to be, it's going to be a lot. So to learn how to, as Dorothy said, sit back and observe and know that uh, we're in a revolution right now is what's happening. And the pandemic is part of that revolution. It really is. So to sit back and with, send your love, send your light, stay with that. Stay with that. And try not to get your, let your fears get in the way and project your fears on people of color, animals, you name it. You know, every, we have these categories that are just made up. They're, they're not even anything, and everybody buys into them. So to learn how to just say, I love, I love it all. It's all part of me. Well, it was beautiful, ladies. And I hope, I think we all take a deep breath and move forward. And I really want to encourage everybody listening to tune into the YouTube channel of the two ancient semi-enlightened broads schmoozing on life and beyond. Thanks. I thank you all so much. It's so much fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.